This is Draft Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band Humphreys McGee. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreys, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jahimiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope you're able to check out last week's show, which featured highlights and happenings at the recent Umfree show on January 29th in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and on January 30th in Northfield, Ohio. There is a link in the show notes where you can check that out if you haven't. That episode also featured special guest and editor for the show, Eric, who will again be on this week chatting about the two nights in Detroit on January 31st and February 1st at the Fillmore. He also attended the Joel Masterclass and the Omega Moves Late Night, so we'll chat about both of those as well. And we will touch on the UM VIP set too. Are you trying to find a place to get the word out about your shirts, pins, jewelry, interesting trinkets, band that's going on tour, or small business that's looking to connect with some like-minded folks? Dropped Among This Crowd Pod would love to help, including ad time on the show, ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, and more. Dropped Among This Crowd can help you reach and be seen by tons of fellow umfreaks, musicians, and other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow um family. Email droppedamongthiscrowdpod at gmail.com if you're interested in chatting more. All right, so let's move along to Detroit. Before we get to night one, why don't you tell us a little bit about the master class with Joel? I believe it was oh, for, that's right. it was for like the Detroit Institute of Music or something, right? Yep. Detroit Institute of Music Education, I believe. Dime Dime is the acronym or whatever. I don't yeah. Um so yeah, that I mean that got announced and like we're doing this tour. There's only so like few of us in the group that are doing all four nights. And we're like, well, shit, we've got time to kill during the day. Like, let's make it a point to make it to this thing. Yeah. Um, I had a couple friends that saw a Joel Masterclass in my hometown that were like, yeah, you should definitely go do that. So, I mean, I was pretty convinced anyway. Um, so not really knowing what to expect, though. Like, we, we go in there, and the, there's, like, a whole stage set up in the basement, like, pro audio equipment, drum set all that stuff um and we're just kind of like hanging out waiting for joel to come on and talking to some people and like this is something that a lot of the students at the school were attending who probably didn't even know who joel or umphreys was so that was that was interesting to me and then there's obviously a mix of umphreys fans in there um so it was just interesting to see people's reactions to some stuff like joel talking about i mean they kind of it was a q and a there was a Q&A, but it was mostly interview style. And I forget the girl's name that was interviewing them, but she's, like, a long-time Umphreak. Like, you know, she saw him back in 01 and been following him forever. Um, so she was able to ask 
you know, bring up a lot of stuff from their past and whatnot. And it was cool just hearing him touch on things. Um, they talked about the real, real documentary, which I feel like a lot of those stuff kind of got regurgitated, but, um, that was cool. And then obviously he just came out with his book, which mm-hmm. I, I should have grabbed a copy. I have not read it yet. You haven't read um, it yet. So huh? he did a lot you got to read it. It's really, really no, good. <laughs> it's really good. Listen, like I love reading in books and I wish I was better at it, but I would, if I had the book, it would probably still just be sitting on my desk because I'm, I'm just awful that way. <laughs> um, but I will be reading it. I will be buying it. Hopefully you're waiting Joel, for the audio version, will buy your right? book. <laughs> yeah, I, I will listen to an audio book all day long. Um, anyway, so, you know, he's talking about things in the book and from my understanding, like the book covers so many different things in the music industry and, yeah. and music itself and whatnot. So that's kind of how the masterclass was. And he was just touching base on things and he'd go kind of deep into some music theory stuff and then realize that not anyone was really following him. So he'd reel it back in. And, um, I was kind of hoping he'd do like more of a solo performance, which didn't really happen. But what was cool First off, he brought isolated vocal tracks from the studio for Suxity. So we got to listen to just, like, the Brendan recordings of that song. And he kind of walked us through the song structure um, and, like, how they worked with the producer on it and what some of his ideas were. And there's a lot. I mean, I know this already, but there's so much that goes into studio recordings. So it's just cool to hear some of those nuances that you wouldn't really pick out otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, so after he like showed us that, they like, I don't think Joel knew they they surprised him and like some students from Dime had been learning Suxity and they performed it, but asked Joel to play keys on it and obviously he said yeah. So he played with the kids and that was just really cool to see because I can't imagine like actually playing instruments with one of my idols you know yeah that's cool so that was really cool yeah um it was i mean it was a good two hours i had been sitting in a car for freaking ever before that and i was like ready to stretch and move around but i was really happy we did it it was nice of joel i got to talk to him for a minute it was actually really cool going back to the northfield show we met this older woman at the bar who wanted to get in touch with joel because she was good friends with his parents but she didn't know how to get in touch with them. Like he didn't get her emails or something. So we actually like wrote her information down on this napkin and it made it to the next day. And we go up to him at the master class and pull out this water up gross napkin. And we're like, Hey, this is kind of weird, but you should get in touch with this lady. Cause she was like really good friends with your parents. And he, he was just, he was so excited about that. So I bet. I bet. Wow. That's so cool. That's, that's really awesome. You're like the messenger for this like really important thing. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Credit. I mean, I can't take much credit cards to my friend who kept the napkin safe the entire night, but I watched it all happen. So. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> you were a bystander, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Definitely. Good but yeah, I mean, that was a cool way. That was a cool way to take off the two night run. For sure. For sure. That's, you know, thing that's completely completely different and that's what I love about that kind of stuff and that's what I love about like side projects and stuff like that is you get to see them in these different environments and settings and it's it's really neat that's awesome you guys were able to make it happen yeah I was excited about it so going into the first night of Detroit 
It was a different vibe because obviously I'm from Michigan, so I had a lot more friends coming to this one. And it, you know, I already knew it was just me more of an exciting party weekend versus the first two nights where I was like really soaking in everything. Um, I'll just like we had an Airbnb with 20 of my friends in Detroit. So, and all mostly all of them are like huge um freaks. So, like, the the excitement level was just through the roof. Yeah. Everyone's excited to be together, see each other. You know, we're just getting pumped. Um, So we get to the show, and, you know, I don't know. They started with, what, maybe someday into Whistle Kids, which I was like, okay. You know, they're not necessarily coming out out the gates. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I liked it. With the Whistle Kids, though, because that's exactly how I was feeling that morning. When everybody yeah, woke up, I bet. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, he is speaking to me hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, Jam and that was really sick, though. Yeah, no, I liked it a lot. It what, was really good. Radio, I hope they, like, didn't they play a Radiohead song in there? Like, I'm not super familiar with Radiohead. Um, I'm not super familiar with it either, and it wasn't like notated on anything. But like, was it Meeting in the, in the Isle? Yeah, I think it was yeah. Meeting in the Isle. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. I honestly wouldn't have picked up on that because I'm not a huge radio fan, Radiohead fan. Um, words is always a treat, you know. Yeah, I, I got to shout first... out my girl, Julie. That was for her. She was oh, so... Oh, so nice. So yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. Um, so happy. No, that's cool. That's cool that they, they played it for her after last year. Yeah. Um, mail package is cool. I don't even know if I've seen a mail package before, to be honest, but that was a nice treat. Um, and then I got my first fuzz, which I've been fucking chasing, chasing forever. So that was really cool. <laughs> What's that? I said, I can't even believe that. That blew my mind that that was your first fuzz. That was my first fuzz. Yeah. Yeah, I know. If you looked at my, my stats, she's probably kind of weird for, I don't know. I've, I've seen him 49 times on, although I did, well, this whole run, I crossed off like my top four common not seen songs. So that was nice. Um, still no milk. Obviously, sandwich in between. Still no milk, and you know it'll happen. It'll happen. So I'm hoping for South Bend. I think, 50. It'll, it, I think, I think it's got a good shot. Of it happening in South Bend is really good. That's what I'm saying. So I'm not going to jinx myself and like think about it too much, but I, I, I got a good feeling about it. Mm-hmm. Um, second set. So I'm on paper, not like my not my kind of night, but like the jams will can just shut me up on that. Like bad Friday was mm-hmm. might've been my favorite jam of the weekend. Like not even kidding. That shit was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will forever not be upset about them playing bad Friday ever again. Cause <laughs> that was incredible. It was incredible. It really was. Um, I know I, I kept getting looked, I kept getting looks from some of my friends like, yeah, what do you got to say? This is freaking sick. And I'm like, I am not saying anything. This is amazing. That's how I'm I all about domino it. theory. Like I do not like domino theory at all. But then, like, they just kill it. You know, they jam the fuck out of it. And the whole time my husband's looking at me, I'm like, shut up. All right? I will love it right now. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Soak it in. That's all right. You can eat your words, you know? Absolutely. Um, so, and not to go, not to get too deep with all of this, but so they they start playing Mantis, which is my best friend's favorite song. So all right, automatically I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, this is going to be good. Um, and then in between Mantis... You know, they played Haji, which we had asked. My friend had reached out to Joel 
asked to play in honor of our friend that passed away. Um, not being sure because they played Haji last year in Detroit, so we weren't sure if they were actually you know going to go going to be able to do it or not. So that just being sandwiched in between Mantis, which is also one of my favorite songs, like it was a very heavy emotional moment, mm-hmm. and probably the you know the the moment of the run for me. Like it was just really incredible. Um, I was actually able to thank Joel for it too. I saw him at the news the next night. So that was really, that was really cool. I got to talk to him for a second. You know, he appreciated us and we appreciated them. It's good. It's good to like actually let them know how much of an impact that their music can have. Mm-hmm. Cause it really freaking does. Um, mm-hmm. It really does. So that was cool. Other than the doucher that threw the beer on I stage or whatever. I was going to ask you about that. So like, I was so sucked up in the moment that I don't really know what, like, I remember Stasek saying something about drinking your Budweiser, and I, like, had a Budweiser in my hand, and I was like, yeah, sick, but then I realized, like, oh, someone threw a Budweiser at him, like, that's not cool. Um, It was weird on the webcast, too, like, the way that it happened, like, you could sort of see it, but you couldn't really see it, like, it was weird, the way that it all, like, went down. I think he's pretty, I mean, it's pretty lucky that he didn't wreck more of his stuff. Like, he's got a lot of expensive equipment up there. Yeah. And for it to really only ruin a tuner, I'm sure he's pretty glad that's all that happened. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I mean, like, obviously things get rowdy at shows, whatever, but, like, don't throw your beer at the band. Like, come on. Yeah, that's the thing that know. was so, like, puzzling to me. Like, that beer had to be, like, $10. <laughs> and... <laughs> right. You threw it at the band that you paid money to come see. Like, there's zero logic in any of that. <laughs> that I, I'm, I'm, it was like one of the summer camps I was at. Someone threw a full beer at him, too. And I'm like, it's not some funny joke. Like, you're not being known as the beer thrower. Like, there's no reason for you to do this. Like, don't, you don't want to be known as the guy that don't threw the be beer at you. Like, <laughs> right. So there's nothing funny about it. It's just it's just moronic. I'm surprised um, but anyway, it wasn't like handled yeah. in the crowd. Like I'm very surprised that nobody really saw where it came from and tried yeah. to handle it. I I saw Stasek did make a comment on Facebook that he knew who it was, but I don't know if he was just saying that or not. Did you see the fight break out in Northfield? No, you actually asked me about that. I forgot to bring that up. But no, I didn't. I have no idea what happened. I have, uh, one of my friends was on the rail, like right kind of like between Jake and Ryan, like kind of where you were. Cause I could see where you were from where I was. And all of a sudden there's like all this ruckus going on between us. And there's these two dudes and they looked like, like peacocks or something. They were all like, you know, puffing their chest out and everything. Oh my gosh. And they were like, you know, like, gonna start fighting each other so they like broke him up and i thought they carried the dude out like the guy that was starting everything i thought they were like you know you gotta go and then like five minutes later he's starting a ruckus again (laughs) they like didn't take him out the first time you know i don't know some people can't handle their booze whatever but like drop the ego just have some freaking fun. I don't know. Yeah. I've done dumb shit at shows before, but never thrown a beer, never started a fight. Yeah, I don't know. It's just so silly. It's like hurting myself or like puking on myself or something. Like, 
<laughs> right. <laughs> and, like, the band doesn't want to see some guy starting fights. Like, For I don't sure. know. Plus, it, like, puts everybody in, like, this awkward, like, thing, too. Like, we're all trying to rage the show, and these two are, like, beating each other up. Like, what the hell is going yeah. on right now? Total buzzkill. For sure. 100%. <laughs> I was like, everybody just needs to calm the buff down right now. Like, it's going to be okay, everybody. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, right. so Mantis, you know, Mantis you. comes to an end. Yeah. Um, her birdbath to finish off the second set was freaking awesome. Another, I say my best friend a lot about, but I like, I fucking love my friends. But another one of my best friends has been chasing birdbath for a long time. He's like deluded him somehow. Um, so he was like super stoked, and that was cool to get down with him on that one. But what I want to know, and I want to like ask someone in the band because they put an encore of them doing Hollywood Nights, them referencing the beer being tossed, and Stacy being like, "Well, we were gonna play this, but now we're gonna play this instead." But then Jake was like screaming no in the microphone. But then the set list said cover with question marks. I'm like, what actually were they planning on doing? You know, I don't know. I was going to bring this up to you because I saw your post on Facebook about this. And I honestly, considering the fact that it was Bob Seger, like I, it makes it even more confusing because right. I, I pretty much assumed that you guys were going to get a Bob Seger song either one of those nights. I mean, you're in fucking Michigan, you know, like I, I right. assumed it was coming anyways. So for them to like have played that, it was kind of like, well, is this what you planned or is it not? And then like you said, whatever Jake was saying, but I heard that there was somebody in the crowd that was going to throw another beer. And so he was like, oh, no to and that's that. what he was saying no to. I think like, that's what I heard, but I don't like, again, I don't know like the validity of that, but that's what I heard is that there was like somebody in the crowd that was about to be a ruckus. And he was like, no, no, no. So I don't know. It just seems weird. Like, especially when you listen back to the recording, like it was kind of, yeah. Well, and like for him, you know, Stacey's like we're going to play some Michigan shit. Well, that's obviously Seeger, right? Like, that's what he's referring to there. Right. So I don't know. I know. It was so I just wonder what, what they, yeah. But hey, I mean, Hollywood Nights, it was still good, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, I know. So it was definitely, uh, definitely confusing and a weird, uh, weird sort of thing. It's but I'm sure, moment, like, they sure. were all kind of like, what the fuck, I'm sure. Like, yeah, definitely. You know, like now it's a whole thing. Thanks, guys. It was a good. It was a good way to end the night, though. Like I, I loved it. I mean, I there was no bringing me down after that. That mantis had you mantis. To be honest, like yeah. they could have walked out on stage and farted into a microphone, and I would have been about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then. We did the official after party too that night. Where it was actually a couple of um, bands. I'm friends with some of the guys, and I'm, um, I, I don't really know how they got it to be the official after party, but that was pretty cool. Everyone was excited about that. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. Um, you know, pretty long night. It's like, okay, I got one more night to get through here. I'm already freaking exhausted. Let's 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 reel it in and go home. But um, you know, I don't know. Night one was great typical not typical but 
I don't know. I'm pleasing Detroit. I know what to expect. They always exceed my expectations, and they very rarely let me down. So it was really, it was a really good night. Yeah, I definitely need to see that. Um, it needs to happen. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> but you know, maybe I got to come to New York and see them bowl first too. Yeah, I think I think that you should. I think you should definitely. Go to bowl. <laughs> Where? There's so many things I'm waiting. I'm waiting for like. I'm waiting for holidays to be either announced or not, so I can decide if I want to go to Peach. But then I can do Humble instead of Peach, or I can do Humble instead of Scam. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta figure my shit out. Yeah. Probably gonna get Humble tickets just to be careful, like just in case I want to go. For sure. I don't know. That's we need to hurry up and... today because we were both busy when it was time, but we've already got our Airbnb set up, and you know, like we're good for you. Going, nice. So. My husband found so, uh, one what? bedroom Airbnb like five minutes from the venue. Like I have no idea how he oh found God. it, and I have no idea how that place was still available like days after the announcement. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty good. I couldn't believe it that somebody had snatched it up. Oh yeah, well that's I mean that's comforting to know you're already settled with that, you know. For sure, because that's the hardest part, especially dealing with that when you're like in close proximity to that part of the state and trying to deal with finding a place to stay and it right. it can be a lot. So I'm so grateful he found and it was only like eighty dollars a night. Like are you kidding me? Oh yeah, that's that's great. Like, okay. You can't beat that. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. Oh so night two yeah. was uh I had a little bit of like, you know, I'm ready to go home. Obviously, I'm so excited for the show, but like, damn, I'm exhausted. Made tr- poor choices three nights in a row now. <laughs> like, let's let's see what today, what tonight brings. Uh, I had a good friend that went to the MVIP set. Said it was great. I was bummed to see that they played tribute in the in the VIP set and Mitten. Both songs I've been really wanting to see for a while. Uh, he did say that they. Someone said that they teased the New Deal song Home. In one it of the was, songs, which they've done in the past. It was not home. It was the new not deal. Home. No, it was the new deal song called Glide. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the I'm only reason thinking. I know that, because like I said, I, I don't know a ton about the new deal, but the only reason I know that is because I post the paper set list on my Instagram and I had you know, mentioned what you had just said about the New Deal song, and they responded and said, actually, it was Glide. Ah, nice. Well, that's cool. That's good to know. I have to listen to Glide. (laughs) But, uh, so I hop on the floor for the first part of the second night, which normally we have our spot at the film bar because we have such a large group of people. It's normally, like, second tier up kind of by the lower bar. Um, but I, I go and find some friends on the floor, and I'm like, all right, let's 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 get this show started, you know. And then coming out with Mulchies was just freaking, you know. Again, I've said this about the other two nights too, but like that's how you start a show properly, you know. Mm-hmm. Coming out bang- with a banger, um, anchor drops, nice way to calm you down after all that. Honestly, the highlight of the entire second night, though, for me, was the bump into social with Jimmy. Musically speaking, like that shit was so good. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. I'll probably listen to that segment. I'll probably keep coming back to that segment whenever, you know, I'm thinking about it. But 
Um, and then shout out to my buddy Eric. It was his hundredth show. He requested Pequod. They played the Pequod, so it was awesome. Um, and then I don't know. Believe the Lie was great. Second set, mm-hmm. pretty, uh, pretty, pretty standard. Pretty standard. Um, second set, I'm pretty sure. It feels fine. Um, I wasn't familiar with Lenny. Apparently, it's a Stevie Ray Vaughan. It's a Stevie Ray Vaughan song. Yeah, I love it when they play that song they they just recently played that again uh in chicago in august when they were there and i love it because it really gives everybody like a moment you know like a lot of people yeah. think of like stevie ray Vaughan, it's just like guitar shredding so everybody just like automatically assumes that they're just gonna destroy the shit out of it which he does but, right. you know, like, Joel's in there, too, and he kills it. And Bayless, in the beginning, like, his solo in the beginning is so sick, too. Like, I they wrote that in, and I'm really grateful that they did, because that's that's a really killer cover, and I like to do that one. Definitely. And, I mean, yeah, uh, I'm a huge Bayless shredding fan, and yeah. he was just on fire that whole night. It was yeah. so good. Yeah, he was. He's, he's really been on fire, like, just lately, anyways, like. Yeah, I mean, they all have are just like really dialed in, like really. I it's been so great to just watch them because it's just they're on fire. So I have to ask, what do you think of the new song "Suck City"? I like, I I do like it, and I like it because it's not it's not too elaborate, and so far they've shown that they are willing to bust this thing open. Obviously, they didn't in Detroit, but. Um, in Columbus, they definitely did change it out a little bit, and then at the Brooklyn Bowl, I feel like it was—it wasn't just like a standard front to back. What do you think of the song? Well, my first reaction on New Year's was not the biggest fan. Okay, that's <laughs> but, but as it has grown, and I mean, what in like four weeks or something, like a month. Like it really has not been that long and it's, it's been so awesome to watch it like grow and where they've tucked it and you know, what they've tried to do with it in such amount of short amount of time. Like I, it's not, it's not my favorite, but I'm, it's certainly growing on me much more now that you're seeing the potential of it. Yeah. I mean, I, it's only going to get better. Bayless's vocals are only going to get better with it, too. You know, it's a heavy vocal song. So, with any other Bayless vocal heavy song, it needs a little love, a little attention. You know? Absolutely, but, and and I think that it was really bold for them to bring that out on New Year's the way that they did. You know, I, I that shows a lot of. Uh, confidence in themselves where they're like, okay, this might not sound the best right now, but we're going to put it out there. Give us some time because we're going to make it off. <laughs> um, anyway. So, yeah, you know, end the show. What it, what was it? Uh, bullshit Anthem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. It was oh, funny. Um, early, earlier that night, um, my friend was laying in bed just complaining about how shitty she felt and i literally was like right i was like can you take that bullshit turn into some good shit and then they freaking played it that night and i was like i texted her i was just like ha 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 like that's the funniest <laughs> shit ever but See? they're telling you too um, 
Right. I thought I thought it was a good way. I not gonna lie, for the first time in my life, I left. I left the show before they finished the encore because we were trying to get to the moose, and I already knew it was gonna be you know end of junk. So a little a little sad we did that, but I mean it was worth it because last year at the moose we waited out we waited outside for like an hour. That's what I approval. heard. That so, last year was like really bad, but that wasn't the case this year, was it? I mean, well, you guys were there earlier, but yeah, I can't really speak on how it was this year um, because I was already like I beat. I mean, like I was one of the first people in there, and then Joel was like kind of right behind me. So I don't know. It was weird. Joel must have freaking hightailed it there. <laughs> so talk about the Moose Show. I I don't like have any information on that except that they played centerfold because we talked about it. But <laughs> talk about the Moose Show. Oh my God, that is honestly the most fun I've had at a concert in a long time. Um, I'm honestly sad I didn't go in Columbus also, but I I think I wish they'd play more, and I know that they just did a couple dates in Chicago and again I'm kicking myself for not going but the Omega Moves is everything you love about classic 80s tunes plus improv plus stage banter you know plus Bayless drinking wine like he does and you all know how much we love when Bayless gets a glow on so Satellis was incredible Um, obviously like we talked Centerfold is like my favorite classic rock song of all time and they didn't play it, and then they went, you know, they left for the encore break, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, I got one more chance here. Like, they got to play it, and they come out, and Bill's like, this is a new one. We haven't played it a whole lot, and I'm like, yes, this is it. I know they played it once before, and sure shit, that started, and every, like, all my friends looked at me, and I was just like the happiest person in the world. <laughs> but my definitely so go cool see the Omega Moose. I need to. I need to see the moves. I have not seen them yet, and I need to. My uh, my good friend Tony, he 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 rocked a mullet the whole weekend. He got his hair cut all nice, but like this wicked mullet, handlebar mustache. He's wearing a Red Wings jersey in the front, and Stasek's just like, "You are my spirit animal," and like <laughs> everyone just got buck wild after that. <laughs> he took a selfie with our friends. Like it was it was just the energy was unreal. It was the perfect way to end that whole run yeah how so holy shit was i ready to sleep what's that how long did they play for um i want to say so they played like an hour and 20 and then you know they played the two song encore so hour 40 hour 45 nice yeah like i said like they play all the hits but like they're definitely jamming like doing some improv stuff so it eats up some time that's cool. I definitely need And then and then they finished the show with uh Don't You Forget About Me and Bayless gave us next speech. Yeah, I, I wish I could honestly remember what he was saying, but by that point in the entire weekend I was just done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything was everything was kind of kinda of mushy at that point. For sure. For sure. That's awesome. It sounds like you but overall uh, Oh my god, it was so great, Sarah. Like everything I love about this band just reaffirmed and honestly as exhausted as i've been recovering i want more i already want more mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. talking to my buddy about like he's doing Asheville, and i'm like is there any way i can make it happen no i probably can't but like if i could i would be there you know mm-hmm. and billy strings is playing in Asheville. like that's gonna be fucking ridiculous 
I love Billy Strings. Have you ever seen Billy Strings? I've seen Billy Strings. Oh. I've seen one, like, I've seen one Billy Strings show, and then I saw Billy Strings fit in with Umphreys at 4848. That's right. That Nothing Too Fancy. Oh, that is well, freaking insane. It was insane. <laughs> and then he, then Billy Strings was here like a month or two months after that he was in buffalo he had like this local music festival called cobblestone and he was playing and at it was like right before his set started and he was standing kind of like backstage but not backstage he was like like right before you'd walk in and we're standing there waiting for the show to start and my husband noticed he's standing there and he goes over and he's like hey uh you know, I just wanted to let you know that we were at the 48 and, you know, we're big Humphreys fans and we saw you sit in and it was really sick. And he like looks at him and he goes, nothing too fancy, man. It was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> what a character. I was like, fuck yeah, nothing I, too fancy. <laughs> definitely. I've, I've yet to see the man, the myth, the legend. Um, hoping to change that soon. It's it's he, heard nothing but good things. It's it's so good, like it really is. And I am not a bluegrass fan unless we're listening to some Jeff Austin. So okay. to to have that now, you know, now that that Jeff Austin okay. is gone, it's it's nice to have that channel something to, to like connect, yeah, you know, to connect it and. And it's so amazing to see the following that he has. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, He's hot right now. Yeah, I mean, there were people, like I said, here in Buffalo, there was, like, a, a family. They had two small kids, a husband and wife, and they were, like, from the south somewhere, and they had driven all the way to Buffalo for one set. And it's so cool to see other people so passionate about music like that. Definitely. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not much of a grass fan myself either, but um, Billy Strings and Green Sky are probably going to be the bridge that, you know, gets me to the other side, I guess. Tons of my friends love bluegrass and they're always dogging me and I'm always, you know, getting my jabs in, but um, I am a fan of the music and I what just seeing what he's doing is incredible. Absolutely. And he sits in and plays with just everybody too. Yeah, it's yeah. So cool. I'm I'm so stoked for Asheville to have not only to have him opening both nights, but then of course he's gonna come out at least one of them and play. So. Oh, you know it. I bet I bet you see more than just one song with Billy Strings. Oh, I'd be I mean, willing to he's bet. He's got such a bromance for Umphreys, anyways. So. Right. Yeah, he's, I mean he's a metalhead at heart. I guess like people were telling me like he used to be at all the metal shows and stuff back in the day. For sure. So. That's definitely what I've heard, too. So it's definitely right up his alley. And he's from Michigan, too. So, you know, him yep. and Jake, oh, yeah. you know, bros, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope you have a good time. You, I mean, I know you're going to have a good time, but I'm excited to hear your stories from both the Caverns and Asheville. I'm super excited. And to be able to see Umphreys in a cave, it's so interesting, like, all the places I've seen them, you know, like in a casino and in a cave and in Iceland. And it's, it's oh my God, wild. It's wild. Yeah. That's but so I'm cool. so grateful. Like it, it blows my mind. Like the, the places I've been and 
the people I've met and the music I've seen and it's yeah I, it, we're lucky you know we're lucky to have such a great band and such a good reason to do what we're doing and meet the people we're meeting and you know like trying to explain to my parents over the years like they're just like okay like again like you're gonna go again and i'm like you don't understand like i've met so many awesome people simply because of the love for this band not to mention i get to travel around get new experiences like it's just like it's we're just the luckiest people we're the luckiest music fans i feel like we're blessed so a hundred percent oh a hundred percent and it, and it's it's so much more than three hours of music you know like that. oh yeah it goes it goes beyond yeah yeah and that's that's the thing that is it's interesting to explain to people that I encounter that like don't have a thing that they're into, which is always really weird to me when somebody's like, Oh, there's not anything I'm into. Like, really? Yeah. There's gotta be something. Like, Cause like I'm into like a lot of shit, not to mention this fucking band that I follow around the country. <laughs> For sure. I'm like, I'm into like a lot of things. And then this band too, like, you don't have a hobby? Yeah, just gotta, I love taking someone to their first time free show. <laughs> yes. And then, like, the look on their face. But yeah, and no, thanks for having me on and talking to me about it. I mean, I basically just got to relive my awesome experience again, so that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm love you, Sarah. I'm glad, uh, glad we're able to do this. All right, so that's it for this week of the show. Thank you again to Eric for taking the time to be on. It's always a blast chatting with him. Thank you so much, dude, for everything. Your friendship, being a part of the show. I am so grateful for you and to have you on my team. As usual, the set list for these shows we talked about today, as well as where you can listen to them, can be found in the show notes. Anything else that Eric or I may have referenced can also be found in the show notes. And thank you again so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love.